Hello and welcome to the GMS podcast. I'm John Chaplin and today we're talking about the changes taking place at the ship recycling hub of Alang in India with the help of three well-known experts. Now I've asked them all to introduce themselves as they will do a far better job than I could. And the first of our panel is Mr. Vishal Rajsoni. Yeah, hi, uh, John. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. I am uh, Vishal Raj Soni. I am the CEO of uh, Leela Group of Ship Recycling Yards. Uh, we have uh, four recycling yards uh, in Alang, and uh, which have been certified by top uh, certification agencies in the world for green ship recycling. And uh, we've been uh, we've been recycling in Alang since 2008, and I think we've done over 150 uh, vessels uh, till now. Thanks, Vishal. Next is Mr. Vikram Purhit. You are a marine surveyor and a senior ship recycling specialist at Lloyd's Register. So please tell us what are your main activities in Alang these days. Hi, John. Uh, thanks for having me on this podcast. And uh, as you said, I was I am a surveyor with Lloyd's Register and a ship recycling specialist. I Just to give you some background, I've done my master's in marine operations from City University London. I am also a class one COC holder. And at Lloyd's Register, we are currently involved with uh, certification projects, audit during recycling projects, and uh, advisory projects, which include some techno-commercial studies. So this is to sum up uh, the Lloyd's Register activities in Alang. Super. Thank you very much and welcome to the podcast. And to complete the picture today is Dr. Anand Hiramath. He's the Chief Sustainability Officer at GMS, and he also runs the Sustainable Ship and Offshore Recycling Program, otherwise known as SSORP. Anand, what does the CSO at GMS do exactly? Uh, hi, John. Um, thanks. Thanks for being right on the topic. <laughs> so, so uh, yes, I have been appointed as a chief sustainability officer for GMS. Uh, basically, I'll be an SCSO for the entire GMS group. Uh, we will be focusing mainly, mainly on the ESG activities within our group. So the main focus will be on environmental social governance and how more, how best we can uh, do the safe and environment friendly uh, ship recycling. Uh, apart from that, as you rightly said, um, I'm leading the Sustainable Ship and Offshore Recycling Program uh, for GMS. And um, I have over 10 years of experience in ship recycling. And how did you become involved with ship recycling? Basically, I'm a, a civil engineer with master's in environmental engineering. And I did my PhD on ship recycling from IIT Bombay. Um, I also authored a book on uh, ship recycling called as a Green Handbook. Uh, which explains on how to do a safe and environment-friendly ship recycling. I'm an approved hazmat expert from uh, DNV, and we did over 80 ships IHM so far, and we did complete uh, recycling supervision for 100 ships in Alang in the last seven years. Um, plus, uh, I'm a lead auditor for ISO 9000, 14000, and 45000. Uh, I also wear one more hat as a uh, course director uh, for the ship recycling subject offered by Lloyd's Maritime Academy London. Thank you, Anand. You clearly have a lot on your plate, so thanks for finding the time today. Let's get straight into the topic, if we may. Now, I read in the press and I see a lot of posts on LinkedIn about the changes that are apparently happening in Alang, and we've all agreed between us not to allow any greenwashing here on the podcast today. So let's just deal with the facts. I'd like to hear an unvarnished account of how ships are recycled in Alang today. Anand, perhaps you can start. Um, well, Alang, uh, Alang has come a long way. You know, the, the actual change started in, in the year 2015 when first four yards in Alang 
were approved by classification society as statement type compliance with uh, hkc um, in last seven years there has been a tremendous change there has been tremendous change in the requirements from the ship owner side uh, every ship owner is different every ship owner wants to do something above and beyond and recently we have seen increasing number of compliance monitoring teams the cmt teams at the ground which are appointed by the ship owners to ensure transparency and compliance with hkc standards uh, these compliance monitoring teams um, say they provide the weekly or monthly uh, recycling progress reports to the ship owners uh, giving in complete uh, hsc aspect of uh, the ship recycling process they also monitor the daily safety observations uh, at the yard on top of that, uh, they are empowered to issue the stop work permits. If any unsafe act or unsafe condition is observed by their ground team, they can issue stop work until and unless it is satisfactorily addressed by the yard HSC team. In 2015, we started with four yards. In 2022, we already have over 90 yards in Alang, which are compliant with HKC standards and have been approved by uh, different classification societies. Currently, four classification societies are quite active in Alang. Uh, mainly class nk lloyd's register euro veritas and uh, indian registry of shipping so as you rightly said you know what people don't know and what the new expectations the ship owners have uh, if i can give an example recently i encountered with one of the ship owner where he was asking to set up a, uh, you know the live camera in a ship recycling yard so that is by sitting in his office somewhere in in a different part of the world he can get a live experience of how his ship is being recycled at the yard. And in, you know, in, in other instance, one of the ship owner came to us and said he wants to record the different uh, stages of ship recycling. So these are some, some new aspects or uh, the new things which ship owners are expecting uh, from the yards and from the compliance monitoring teams. Oh, right. So some owners like to watch what you're doing from the comfort of their chair in the office. Well, let's bring Vishal in here, if I may. You run a number of yards and have first-hand experience of all the additional monitoring and safety requirements being demanded by ship owners. Is this level of scrutiny justified in your view? As such, uh, what the owners are asking, uh, we've been doing that uh, on a regular basis. Like Alan has grown and involved over uh, over the years in respect, in all respects for that matter. And safety is at utmost priority for all the yards. Uh, like for us, for example, we have an in-house HSC department with uh, with a team of 15 people and uh, each yard has a naval architect and uh, the planning of the recycling activity is, is planned accordingly. Uh, the, uh, the, the, the recycling is monitored uh, closely on a daily basis with the reports being sent up to the top management through digital platforms. So that being said, uh, the level of scrutiny with the owners are asking for uh, is a topic that can be debated at all length, but uh, uh, as such, uh, we've been sending uh, reports uh, to the owners if they require it or via the via the cash buyer, or if they have the CMT team on board, we've been submitting data to them. They, we've been working with them. Uh, uh, the, when, we, when, when a vessel comes in, we plan it in such a way that we split the vessels with a team of naval, uh, our own naval architects. And uh, block by block, the report uh, sent, uh, and each record is maintained that how we have recycled uh, the vessels. If the owners feel that additional checks are required and they, they, then they want a team uh, or they want the cameras uh, uh, to be there so that they can see it in real time, I'm sure those uh, can be included or made, made a part of the contract so the, the yard can make provisions for that. Understood, thanks. 
Vikram, from the LR perspective, are the yards you attend receptive to being audited? Are sort of happy having their operations scrutinized at this granular level, or do they sort of grudgingly put up with it? Yes, I agree to a certain extent that uh, there is an increase in the number of yards who are following uh, green recycling procedures and who are very open to visits from classification societies, from ship owners. Ideally, we would see, we would like to see all the yards, hopefully in some years' time, follow green recycling procedures, 100% compliance. As you know, uh, ship recycling these days is not just restricted to the infrastructure and procedures on the yard, but also the downstream waste management procedures, the TSDF sites, uh, labor welfare, including hospitals. So it is encompassing all these activities and we are seeing improvement in all of them. Uh, to give you an example, Lloyd's Register assisted in uh, carrying out a gap assessment of the medical facilities available in Alang. And hopefully with an implementation plan, we can further improve the current uh, medical facilities. Uh, we are working with uh, industry experts and the ship recycling yards, government bodies, for finding solutions to uh, certain downstream waste management disposal issues. So there are some challenges, but I'm sure we will uh, get to the point where there's 100% compliance. I see. And just to be clear, are you doing this work, you know, looking at hospitals and downstream waste, for example, for the recycling yards, or are you working for ship owners? Yes, uh, from the owner's side as well. And as class, as I said, we are involved in certification. So even as class, we are taking the initiative and ensuring that uh, these aspects are taken care of and good responsible ship recycling yards are doing it. But uh, on the whole, as looking at Alang as a ship recycling industry entirely, we would like to see all the yards improve equally. So that is the ultimate goal. Indeed. And part of that goal must be to improve safety for the people who work at the yards. Earlier this year, the Gujarat Maritime Board held a seminar to help recycling yards understand and tackle the issues around safety. And and I think you were one of the speakers. What more can be done in terms of training and reducing the risk to workers? Well, John, um, the workers' safety or in general, the safety is not a one-stop solution. It's it's a continual improvement. The improvement has to be there on a day-to-day basis. And as such, there are no hurdles for that improvement. But as you uh, know that, you know, the global recycling volume are roughly expected to double by 2028 and nearly quadruple by 2033. It shows that there is a huge number of ships coming for recycling in near future and uh, being safety a paramount issue and ensuring a very safe environment for the workers. Uh, one need to do a continual improvement uh, in this process. In my opinion, uh, if you look at the hierarchy of risk management, the first is, step is the elimination. So one has to mainly work on eliminating all the unsafe work conditions at the yard uh, for the workers. And the second is we need to substitute the work activities by machines or some other equipments wherever work activity becomes dangerous to perform for the workers. And the third step in the hierarchy of risk management is isolation. So we need to ensure the workers are, um, even the hazardous wastes are isolated in the working areas of the workers and workers are safe uh, from that hazardous waste. The fourth part in the hierarchy comes the engineering controls, like having a very good safeguards to the winches and uh, cranes and other equipments 
and the fifth part is the administrative control having sign boards of safety sign boards safety slogans and the last uh, point and the last stage in the hierarchy of risk management is personal protective equipments uh, unfortunately most of the focus is on the personal protective equipments which in which is in fact the last step in the safety um, so i believe uh, that people need to work more on uh, uh, the substitution isolation uh, part um, so that uh, the PPE, which is treated as the most uh, important stuff, um, uh, is you know that that won't be there in the mind of the workers. And in addition to that, as you rightly mentioned, uh, there there were a few workshops in this years, mainly on conducted by different agencies on safety aspects. Uh, one thing I would like to say here is more focus is required in future on the behavior-based safety aspects for the workers. And uh, there is a need to do a ship-specific risk assessments in, in detail in Thoreau uh, because every ship is different and Alang is known to recycle different shop types of ships, including offshore units and all. So in my opinion, behavior-based safety and ship-specific risk assessment will play a main role uh, to prevent accidents in future. Well, Vikram says he would like to see the changes rolled out across the whole of Alang and UNAND are emphasizing the need for continual improvement. So I understand the situation is a work in progress. Vishal, from a yard owner's perspective, what more can you do to make life safer for workers? I agree with uh, Dr. Anand that safety is not a one-stop solution and it's about continual improvement. So keeping that in mind, we conduct a lot of uh, trainings for our workers in all IRs. We have a set module which we follow, including mock drills and trainings, uh, theoretical and practical. And besides that, uh, we have external trainers coming in uh, almost uh, a training a month or so on various topics and various activities that we encounter while recycling uh, the ship. Uh, like we are the first yard to actually do a water rescue training in Alang. Uh, we, we have advanced fire, firefighter training, first aiders, uh, rescue training. Uh, we've in fact now initiating a step where we're going to have, a, have training using virtual reality devices. So we're trying to digitalize that also. And we have a video library of all the trainings uh, we have uh, conducted, all the mock drills we've conducted, so that uh, those can be shown and th those are shown to workers. Uh, so we're trying to spread the knowledge that um, uh, this is what you should do, et cetera, et cetera. And um, uh, plus for that, uh, we've empowered our workers also where if they feel that this is an unsafe act uh, that is going to happen, uh, so they can, uh, they have the right to stop uh, the work and uh, report to their uh, next uh, supervisor that this is what I feel that this is not wrong, this is, this is wrong or this should not be done. Thanks. Vikram, I'm keen to know a bit more about what Class is doing in Alang. LR came quite late to the game in India, I think, after Class NK and Rina, for example. So what is LR bringing in terms of expertise? As I said before, uh, we, we do audit during recycling, certification, advisory roles. We also carry out uh, final surveys of vessels and issue the IRRC, uh, the, that is the ready for uh, recycling certificate. and. Uh, just to give you some background, Lloyd's Register has been involved with ship recycling projects, not just in India, but a few years back in China, currently in Turkey, uh, Bangladesh and Indonesia are still at an early stage. So we, we try to bring the best practices from these different uh, areas. And most of us at uh, Lloyd's Register, we have uh, experience uh, 
from the we have a shipping background experience and uh, also we are involved in others other industries such as marine equipment components so uh, we try to bring the best practices from all these and uh, bring them into ship recycling and improve uh, the various uh, processes which they might have uh, as uh, dr anand and uh, vishal previously mentioned uh, we are improving um, and there is a long way to go but uh, but we have seen a lot of improvement in the last few years well it seems to me that alang might need to do a bit more to communicate the improvements all three of you are describing here today Vikram, how well do your clients, owners, banks, insurers, really understand what's going on? Uh, that's that's a really interesting question. There is still uh, a certain level of uh, clarity which uh, these industries, as you mentioned, they don't have, but they're learning. If you see that uh, more and more uh, ship uh, ship owners, they are uh, becoming responsible in the final end of life disposal of their vessels they as we have discussed in the pro podcast they have their compliance monitoring teams where topmost management at times comes and uh, visits these yards uh, there is a lot of transparency as we have previously discussed uh, cameras uh, weekly reports uh, you name it and it's there so they are they are trying to learn more about uh, ship recycling so um, yes not all ship uh, ship owners uh, have that in-depth knowledge of ship recycling but but they are they are showing more and more inclination towards learning so is there a case for class recyclers and cash buyers to work more closely together in order to educate owners and other stakeholders there seems to be a sort of knowledge gap that needs closing uh, yes john um the classification societies, cash buyers, and the end buyers, the recycling yards, and even the ship owners are, uh, are equally uh, responsible now uh, for, for the safe and environment-friendly ship recycling. The ship owners are showing equal interest, though the number of ship owners showing the interest is less, but there is an increasing number of ships, uh, ship owners uh, who are uh, showing an interest in green recycling. Um, well, there is a good coordination and everybody knows their roles and responsibilities. If I can start with the class, class are issuing statement of compliance to the yard and they are ensuring and giving an assurance to the ship owner whether the yard is ready uh, to, you know, to with, with meeting the standard of HKC or not. So by issuing an SOC and um, they are also doing an audits on behalf of uh, sellers. It's like pre-purchase inspections and selecting yards for and uh, uh, the ship owners as well. The classes are doing this work. Uh, as a cash buyers, um, we are being even made accountable uh, in every stage of the recycling. Um, the sellers only ask the cash buyers and cash buyers is responsible. And in case the end buyer, the, the recycling yard owner do not perform as per MOA, the entire responsibility lies on the cash buyers to ensure that the recycling takes place as per the MOA. And um, uh, if I look as a, not as a cash buyer, as a sustainable ship and offshore recycling program coordinator, um, I say that there is a good support uh, from the ship recycling yards and as well as from the ship owners when it comes to compliance monitoring. Uh, we have been given enough power to stop the work and uh, we feel responsible We uh, and uh, the suggestions made by us at the ship recycling yards for improvement or you know, what if the ship recycling facility is not in following the process, not in line with their ship recycling plan, um, the deviations in the plan, whatever the suggestions made by the ground team, the compliance monitoring team, 
are taken seriously by the yards and um, even the ship owners uh, take the feedback from the CMT seriously. And um, if I can summarize, there is a very good coordination uh, between all the, all the four and uh, everybody understands that the ship has to be recycled in a safer and environment-friendly manner. Vishal, do recyclers share this sense of equal responsibility? Yeah, uh, so well, I agree with Dr. Anand and uh, uh, probably the, the class, the cash buyers or the recyclers themselves can help to organize various trainings with help of uh, industry experts just to uh, uplift uh, the standard of training also within uh, uh, the area. And uh, probably besides uh, issuing the SOC, uh, the, the class or the cash buyers can recommend the good yards uh, to the owners who, who follow ESG and who uh, do things in a proper way, uh, probably at various global platforms. What I believe is that uh, uh, in any in any uh, recycling of any ship, uh, the project, the, uh, the owners, the cash buyers, the class and the end recycler, all are stakeholders. So uh, it's a it's a common responsibility, and uh, uh, I have, I have, there are some owners, though though the percentage is uh, uh, very minute, but there are some owners who provide recycling uh, bonuses on on performance, and uh, um, uh, so that can that is something that can be worked out. Uh, class and cash buyers can uh, promote the good yards on social media. Uh, timely sum, uh, submission of reports either by the end recycling yards or or the or the cash buyer whoever's uh, responsible for it. Vikram, is LR shouldering its part of this shared responsibility? Yes, John. I would just like to add that uh, even as classification society, uh, we uh, we are working with national authorities, the state maritime boards. We we give them they they rely on us at times for uh, some specific information and we we give them our point of view as well as the the sort of challenges faced by the ship recycling yard owners and the possible solutions so that is one critical role which uh, i think we are doing and uh, hopefully we will try to try to achieve compliance once we we overcome these challenges well, I guess part of the challenge is being able to demonstrate real and verifiable improvements. Anand, your compliance monitoring program recently went through an LRQA audit. How did it go? What does that mean in practice? Does it help answer the question that I see asked very often about whether a compliance team provided by a cash buyer can actually do a proper job? Well, John, thanks for bringing this up. The Sustainable Ship and Offshore Recycling Program has recently been uh, approved, uh, certified, or we can say verified and validated by the leading assurance provider, Lloyd's Register Quality Assurance. I'm happy to say that we are the first and only compliance monitoring team uh, which has been approved by LRQA so far. On a voluntary basis, apart from SSORP, we have been conducting uh, regular trainings uh, You know, um, under our CSR activities, or we can even say ESG, part of ESG. Uh, so far, we conducted 300 plus trainings in, in India, Bangladesh, Pakistan together, and uh, we have directly trained over 5,000 workers. Um, this is something which is not related to SSORP, but this is something which we do as our responsibility towards uh, worker safety. Um, but uh, as you rightly mentioned, uh, you know, with LRQA, we, we are working. And the, and the reason for this is, you know, we want to put a, a full stop on uh, once for all that the notion that the ship owners or some clients have that, you know, if the compliance monitoring is done by the cash buyer side, then it might be compromised. 
we meet the 100% requirements of MEPC Resolution 21063, which is guidelines for safe and environment-friendly ship recycling. Uh, we are transparent in our approach. Uh, the ships which we recycled, you know, we have recycled over 100 ships now, and there was a sample study between the ships which we recycled in 2019 and 2021, and um, uh, the verification uh, clearly shows the kind of compliance and the transparency this program brings to the ship owners. And um, the LRQA audit process validates beyond all doubt the effectiveness and comprehensiveness of our process, including the HKC audit, which we do you know, pre before the vessel is sold for the, to the particular yard. So what you're saying is that it's just nonsense to suggest that compliance monitoring can only be done properly by a third party and you've got the LRQA audit certificate to prove it. Uh, yes, exactly. I mean, um, you know, the once vessel is beached, uh, you know, we don't have uh, any relationship with the, with the yard in that way. We do supervision and we do provide reports directly to the ship owners. And there is no in-between person who verifies our report. So it's directly to the ship owners coming from the ground. And we act as an eyes and ear for the ship owners. And... Um, that's why we have uh, recycled over 100 ships till date. And we have, a, we can say that we have very satisfactory clients. Well, let's leave it on that very positive note. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining the podcast this week and best of luck with all the important work you're doing. Thanks, John. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, everyone. And thank you for downloading and listening to this podcast. I've loved speaking to so many fascinating and knowledgeable people over the course of these podcasts, and I wish you good health and happiness in the future.